I think you, I think you, you definitely have a couple of different things going on here. The opportunity, looking for, you know, entrepreneurial, looking for how I can improve the business, that's terrific. And then these different personalities on, you know, the red flags and how this danger, what am I, what's going to mean to me. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I am your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by Doug Hubler, president of Apex. Doug, how are you today? I am doing well, thank you. So just to share with our listeners before we were uh, we were talking about the resurgence of COVID as it is, it is making its way back and uh, we've had a couple brokers that have had to miss uh, a few, few days of work. Yeah. Uh, and we've asked them to stay away. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, I, I think that people, and I was sharing with you, I think people are starting to use COVID as an excuse. And it's a it's kind of back in the day where, like, when you would call into work, you would use diarrhea as a work, be, as, a, as an excuse, because they weren't going to validate it. Nobody wanted to ask questions about that. They were just like, hey, man, take the day off. Hope you get feeling better. Right. So... Uh, my daughter has this terrible timing of trying to go and play with the neighbor kids. Um, they're a couple of years younger than her, so they're still in kind of that nap stage and going to bed super early. She'll come up to us about 6 o'clock at night and be like, hey, can I go over and see if the neighbors can play? And we're like, 6 o'clock at night? They're probably eating dinner. <laughs> well, can I just go see? And so she'll go over, knock on the door, and then... They're having dinner. Two or three minutes later, she comes back. <laughs> and we're like, oh, hey, were they not there? Oh, they were eating dinner. <laughs> so then she'll want to go over at like 8 o'clock at night. It's like, they're probably, you know, giving them baths, putting them to bed. Well, can I just go see? It's like, sure, go ahead. Well, a couple nights ago, she came back and we're like, oh, were they not there? And she's like, um, they think that they may have COVID <laughs> and they're going to text you tomorrow. Well, okay, so I still haven't gotten it. <clears throat> A message from my neighbors but there's part of me that thinks that they're like hey this kid's coming over here at terrible times let's just give herself like a week two week vacation from her <laughs> tell her we got COVID. we're quarantined yeah we're from your daughter uh but i did see my neighbor leave for work this morning so i don't know don't say uh, anything to your daughter yeah don't mention it uh but, you know, I don't know how that leads into our topic today. But, just uh, just she, a fun little story. She has some amazing confidence. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And so that's how oh, I'm going to lead you go. into our, our topic today. <clears throat> Good segue. Something that you and I have been talking about is a dichotomy of buyers that I am personally working with at the moment. I have one buyer that is, I will say, lacks confidence. And I have another buyer that has an abundance of confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's an interesting thing to me where it's striking, and I worry about the success of the one. And by the way, the, the guy that's buying the the guy that's got the abundance of confidence, he's buying a relatively a small business. Okay. The guy that's buying a that doesn't have the confidence is buying a business that it's healthy. It's something that kind of in our our wheelhouse of what we're of what we're selling. So kind of on his upper end, upper range of what? You know, I, I think so. I think yeah. it's just one of those things where he's relatively comfortable in the, the work that he does. Mm-hmm. Been doing it forever. Been working for somebody forever. Right. A lot of his conversations have been, well, what happens if this falls to 800000 What if my cash flow falls to 225000 okay. Yeah. What if yeah. my 
employees leave? What if my, and so there's, he has, like I say, he has had a corporate job. And, you know, we do see this with corporate people that have been in a corporation for a long time is there's a lot of risk averse Mm -hmm. and a lot of defensive, well, I can't make a mistake because. My other buyer is relatively young and he is looking at it as how can I grow? How can I take this business that's doing 400,000 in revenue to 600,000 to a million? What do I have to do? What are the steps that I have to do? And so I just thought it was an interesting topic and I wanted to talk to you about it as just from your experience, have you seen where in this process leading up a buyer that has say an abundance of confidence and a buyer that has maybe a deficit of confidence if you. So you have the guy who has an abundance of confidence. Is he more of a sales and marketing type of person or is that his background? Yeah, he's he's got sales. Okay. Uh, he's done real estate investment in the okay. past. He's okay. done. I don't think he's owned a business, but he has definitely he's worked for other people. But he's had side hustles. Okay. He's, okay. he's had side hustles. Let's, right. let's put it that way. Okay. And and the person who has the lack of confidence, more of an operational, maybe finance or engineering. Possibly, yeah. Background. He's worked with a corporation in various departments. So, okay, it's a retail company, okay. and he has worked both in the corporate office and in the, the okay. field in the retail store. So, hmm. department head, department manager, yeah. uh, then you know shifts out into the corporate office okay. into field support manager. You know the, yeah, those right. type of things, and so he's had various roles within an organization, okay. but Which the is same good. organization. Yeah, and it's good to have that background. I think we're we, we've probably seen a couple of different things. Sales and marketing folks can tend to see opportunity, look at things that they can do to improve a business, probably have a little less fear and aren't looking at the what could be a roadblock. Where your other guy, it's kind of interesting the way you describe it because, you know, there are people who see red flags or danger signs that are existing but not made up. You know, so you've got a guy who's actually looking at something and saying, well, what if this happens down the road? Which I think it's good to be prepared if there's some bad event that happens down the road. But, you know, I think you're describing somebody that that's a lot of what he's spending his time on is the danger, potential danger and heading down that road. I think you, I think you, you definitely have a couple of different things going on here. The opportunity, looking for, you know, entrepreneurial looking for how I can improve the business. That's terrific. And then these different personalities on, you know, the red flags and how this danger, what am I, what's going to mean to me? Have you ever, have you ever come across somebody that during this process, whether it's the due diligence process or the buying process that leads you to believe that, Hey, this person that has this, that lacks this confidence, they tend to run the business into the ground or hey you know what they it's because it's an unknown and then they get into the business they see how things are operating and then they they do just fine do you have any experience or any history on i know that we don't keep data on well this guy on this personality profile yeah this guy was a boy he was really nervous but he did well this guy was full of confidence and he just he crashed you know i i think where 
that's an interesting question, but I think where those folks who are looking at the danger signs are probably going to go into the business and probably run it pretty well, but run it as the seller did, go through a lot of training, probably have, have to have their hand held for a longer period of time. And not they, they can probably be fine, successful at it. It might take them a little longer to figure out how to grow the business where you're, the guys looking at the opportunities is probably going to jump right in and, and look for new ways to grow the business. So um, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be a problem, either one of them, for, for their success in the future. Yeah, the interesting thing with both of these is that uh, the seller, on, with the guy with the abundance of confidence, the sellers, and I hear the buyer with these ideas of how they're, and I hear the seller basically pulling the reins. Well, look. <laughs> You don't want to have employees. <laughs> Whoa, fella! You don't want to have. You know, look, you have employees. That means that you got to do the taxes and you got to pay them, and they want sick time. You don't want to deal with that. You got people that. to talk to you. You know, so you can kind of see the seller pulling the reins, and you know, as a broker, you mm-hmm. kind of want to pull a guy aside and say, "Listen, there's some value to what he's telling you, but understand, you're buying this business, and you you do need to grow it." Yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side with the guy that's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose $200,000. I'm going to use 20% of my revenue in year one. And it's like, hey, buddy, like, let's not focus on that. Like, uh, I think I've used the analogy of, hey, if you're driving up a cliff mm-hmm. and you're looking over the side of the cliff, don't be surprised right. when you fall over the side of the cliff. Exactly. Keep your eye on the road. Yep. Guess what? You'll make it to the top of the mountain because yep. you'll hit all your curves. And right. uh, even though you might not go barreling up that curvy mountain road at 80 miles an hour you'll have your eye on the road and you'll hit all the stay curves on and, the track and you'll yeah. you'll make it to the top right right and you know that that's kind of been my concern with the the one buyer that is like well if you're looking at losing two hundred thousand dollars and you're looking at the worst case scenario mm-hmm. are you going to achieve that versus if you're looking at i'm going to take this from a million dollars to 1.2 million dollars are you going to achieve that mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's kind of where Does, I, I'm So have you, after talking to him, is he, have you figured out why he's doing that? Is it, I mean, what's his reasoning for always looking at the, the bad side of things or the terrible? You um, know, I, I think it's just, I think he's one of those people that is, wants to be an opt- optimist, mm-hmm. but is really a pessimist. And so whenever he has presented new information, it is like, oh. Gosh, yeah. oh, this is oh. oh, this is catastrophic. The sky is falling. Oh my gosh, it's like it's not catastrophic, man. Like, yeah. So the yeah the the seller replaced the lock that fell off of the door. <laughs> like, let's not let's not back out of the business purchase for this. Oh, uh, okay. He had a locksmith come out, and so you it, bring up a point here. That, it's not to so that you, level you kind of bring up something else here that his ability to overcome obstacles and challenges in a business could really hinder him, I think, in owning a business. And, and somebody who's that challenged really kind of has to think about what they're doing. Uh, because as we know, business ownership, we both own businesses, right? So we know that there are always challenges, there are obstacles to overcome. So, and, and if you can't figure out how to do that, without losing your mind, then it's going to be very, it's going to be tough. I, I've acknowledged that we also see people in a very uncomfortable time mm-hmm. of their life, both 
buyer and seller. Yeah. Because yeah. this is the first time for many of them that they're doing these activities. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what they're doing. And so, you know, I, I believe that you fall to your standard. And so if their standard is, okay, I, I, the sky is falling and the way that I'm going to counteract losing $200,000 in revenue is to figure out all the ways I can do it. And that's where my focus is going to be. That way I don't do those things. Yeah. It's possible yeah. that that's how it is. And then, yeah. you know, once they kind of, the stuff we're asking them to do, hey, mm-hmm. go get a loan. Hey, fill out these papers. Go get an EIN. What's an EIN? Hey, go get a mm-hmm. state sales tax ID. How do I do that? Right. These one-time events that they're being asked to do, and there's a lot of them. Sure. It's uncomfortable. They do them one time. And then they get in and they start running the business. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is where I'm comfortable. This is what I'm good at. Right. I'm not good at this other stuff. And so, yeah. you know, there are times where maybe these things that, we're catching them in a stressful situation. And mm-hmm. when they're stressful, they're falling back to, oh, my gosh, yeah. uh, this thing is, why am I doing this? Yeah. And, well, it sounds like um, we just have a, a, a brand new offer on a business and, and the buyer came in and obviously nervous about it, pacing back and forth, asking a lot of questions, which is great. I'm glad he was and covered a lot of issues. Uh, but he said, I am nervous is you know what what am i doing is this normal and you know i told him it's if he wasn't nervous i'd probably worry about him you know i think nerves is part of the deal is it's especially for somebody who's never bought a business before can be overwhelming yeah yeah and so i think that that's that's something that we can do to ease those nerves Mm -hmm. is kind of we're not writing your due diligence plan for you we're not telling you how to evaluate the business, but we are right. giving you some suggestions on, hey, here's where you should, when you talk to a lender, here's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. You are on assignment next week. Correct. So I Correct. will have a guest. A guest, secret guest. A secret guest. Please don't think Should that Doug the- is resigning from the podcast. No. Please don't think that Doug is leaving from the podcast or just left little, the firm. Just a little break. This is a lot of work. It is a lot of work for him. Um, stre- this is stressful. It's stressful. <laughs> uh, so you're going on assignment. Right. Uh, so right. I guess I'll bring something, some news back. Yeah, from your assignment. Right, right. <laughs> um, well, safe travels to you. Drive safe. Thank you. And we will look forward to talking to you in two weeks. And uh, hopefully when you leave, it's not how it kind of when I left and everything just <laughs> falls apart and people oh. backing out of deals. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to send you where we send you every week, kcapex.com. Go out there, find everything you need to know. Tons of case studies, uh, what it's like to be a buyer, what it's like to be a seller. Get in contact with the team. If you are looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam.